Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Matt Manny. All I feel like doing right now is listening to tunes. I've really been enjoying music, like more than I have been in a long time. And I don't know what it is, but like, <laughs> all right, I know what it is. But, um, you know, I can really get into like a good playlist and just ride on it. And I guess because I'm doing housework, that's really why I'm back into like just loving a play. Just, just, it's the best, you know, like, you know what the other thing is? I haven't had like a solid chunk of hours to do work and I'm not like bitching about it or anything, but it's just like a current realization that just hit me. I used to have chunks of like painting time, like where I would paint and do art four or five hours at a time, more than, more than that. Like I'd be done and like everything would be stiff as hell. Cause I'd be leaned over when I do art. I don't realize time place any, I don't even realize I have to go to the bathroom that I'm hungry. Like the entire reality of the world falls away. And it's weird because like, is that being as present as you can possibly be? Right? Like if you were, you know, doing meditation, you'd current just so currently in the moment that everything falls away, but it's almost like a negative though. It's like things fall away so much that like, I don't even realize that I like, I'll, I'll hold in a piss for like two hours. It's crazy. Uh, but I love it. And I haven't had that in such a long time. And I think so many times, a lot of us are looking for something, you know, we're like, what do I need? I'm just, I feel off or I'm having a bad day or I'm having a bad week or a year or a decade or whatever it might be. And I think many times what we think it is that we need is probably the farthest damn thing from the truth because it's some lens and bias of like, I got to get in a better workout routine and like, I got to get, I get eat better. And it's like, those things all may be true. They may be very true, but it isn't probably like what you probably need is like a trip out to some shit that blows your mind, like to some national park or something. And like you get moving and then you're, you're out in the wilderness and there's just birds and animals and you're like, well, look at that thing. I've never even seen that animal before. You know, like I know I, I always, I don't want to reiterate everything I always say, but bringing it back to like that sense of wonder, like almost everybody I know when they see some kind of weird ass animal they haven't seen, they are more excited. They're more animated and awake and alive than they are almost in any other time frame. Like that you if you close your eyes and listen to an adult feel excited about seeing some weird animal, they sound like a child because it's such an awesome, like weird ass experience. Little bit of the Habiki had sushi earlier. I thought it was fitting. I love parent foods and all, but yeah, but back to animals, that's probably what you need, you know, but you'll be like, I got to work out. I got to, Maybe you need to be healthier, but the healthierness isn't just like back into your treadmill, you know, hamster wheel existence on the going to the gym and do it. Maybe you need something new. Shoot up. It doesn't need to be like you go climb a mountain or some shit. Shoot a basketball if you haven't done that forever. Like, when's the last time you did that? You're like, oh, yeah, play like this is fun. Like, just throw a ball around. This is silly, stupid fun. You know, play a sport or something like it's just mind blowing that we literally probably don't even know what the hell we need, like, or know ourselves enough until the best thing you can do for yourself is just be doing random shit all the time because it'll pop. You'll go, Oh, I didn't even need, no, I needed that. Like, but I do like for me, uh, I think I've needed like to get more, more concrete, schedule of me being like more on a routine and more it's probably the complete opposite i probably need to let myself slip into some madness of just chaos give myself like an eight hour painting binge like that shit is so needed for me and i'm not trying to be like um i'm a needy artist but like there are certain people that need certain things and i mean shit in today's world you can fucking be like, I 
have blah, blah, blah. So I need this. And everyone just got to basically be like, okay, I guess he does. Well, I need to like paint for six or seven hours at a time. Truly. I'm not even, I'm not just like blowing smoke. Like I need that for chunks of time. Like when you see a dog that's like horny or whatever and they need and don't say, well, you're not a dog, but like when a dog has like these physical needs, you could tell like they're not even in control. I need to like get that out of me of just painting on a wall. It's like a deeper need than just like, I feel like painting, like I have to, or I'm not healthy. Like it's to that extent and I don't do it. I don't know. You know, there's not a specific, I mean, there's a few reasons. But it seems like I tell myself that isn't what I need right now, but it probably is. And I know I'm, I'm going on and on here, but the reason I'm talking about this is because we're redoing the kitchen. We're finally at the stage where we're going to throw the primer down and get to painting and all that. And I'm looking at colors and space. I'm on Pinterest like a, a married woman, like just loving it, loving it. I'm like, look at these colors. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, we could do that. Just getting, you know, Eyes are way bigger than my stomach. But the point is, I love Pinterest. The point is, I'm just in that space of looking at a project and seeing it. And you're like, you can see the vision. You can see where it's going. You can see the improvement. Like, we need that. So, like, these walls are all jacked up after we did the, uh, took the, we steamed the, wallpaper off and they're all jacked up underneath and old and like I don't really know what I'm doing I kind of look some shit up on the YouTube you know but as it's coming together I just trust my like painting instincts of like I've painted a lot of stuff before I've done murals just go with what I think looks good getting this wall prepped and now it looks amazing and you can see like that step of being able to be like we were here now I'm here and that that development, it's so good. It's so good. It's so much better than just being like, I went to the gym. Like, it's like sometimes you need new projects because, you know, we all plateau. But anyway, I was digging through my painting supplies. I got this big ass box here, which is so much painting stuff. Like just like thousand dollars or something. Who the hell knows? It's a lot. Some of these oil bars I have, these oil paints are like $20 for like a stick, $30. It's crazy because all the like, there's like cadmium in them and stuff. It's like to get the riches of the color. There's all these expensive like metals and beautiful, beautiful hues of chemicals and whatnot. I don't know what the hell's in them, but it's, uh, it's out now, right? That's like half of the battle with anything. I don't even take my, like, this is in some book. I think that habits book or whatever. But it's so mind blowing that like literally putting your vitamins in a drawer will keep you from taking your vitamins. But if they're out on a table, you turn around, and you just go, oh, yeah, my vitamins. That drawer is just out of like the out of sight, out of mind thing is insane. Like it's that should just be like the first five years of education should just be like out of sight, out of mind. You know what I mean? They just teach you how to get shit out of your way and get stuff into your visual, just visual cues. Because now that this painting stuff's out and then I'm like dabbling with painting, even something that's boring, like a wall, I can't wait. Like I need to write. I need to paint. I need to, I kind of want to get into music, but not really right now, but I definitely need to paint and I need to write. And it just feels like, oh yeah, dumbass. Like let yourself do what you need to do. Like I, why? Most people, if they had something they love to do, they would just let themselves do it. But I'm like not allowing myself the luxury of just painting for an entire day. Like how much better am I going to feel after I do that? And even if, you know, the next day I don't get back to it, maybe I do. The point is, is that day was so necessary for decompression. But either way, so just let yourself decompress, I guess is what I'm saying. Some stuff I wanted to talk about. I was thinking about sound, actually. Um, and, like, what makes sounds different? I feel like earlier I heard some, But, like, I understand probably the science of it to some extent. What is that? Get out of here. I got shit all over the place. 
what makes sounds different? It's definitely like wavelength, but like, here's what I, thought. I was watching um, these YouTube videos where it's like, it's this Udon channel. Where is it? Is this, it's amazing. Japanese Udon Soba. 355,000. Is this the guy I like? Oh, this guy. Japanese noodles, udon, soba, Osaka, Nara. So this is literally just an entire YouTube channel of soba noodles and udon noodles, I guess around the Osaka and Nara region. But it's brilliant. It's like a cooking show. It's like a documentary. It's like ASMR. It's it's like a, sh a mini film, like a short film, like a... Uh, I mean, there's a little bit of talking, but it's almost like a, a silent film in terms of the dialogue. There's just like no dialogue. It's amazing. They show you in these kitchens. These guys are like masters. Like, you know what I mean? They make like one or two things. You know what I mean? They make variations. They make variations on like, let's say one bowl of noodles. So they'll have like 50 different bowls of noodles, but it's like the same thing. It's unbelievable. And what I've been doing is laying on the mat with the spikes and I just chill and I listen to this shit. I told my girlfriend, this is going to replace rain sounds for when I sleep. And she's like, Oh my God, it's so horrible. No, it's, it's terrible. She's like banging pots and pans. So last night I put it on while I'm on that mat. I roll over. She's dead asleep with that shit on. I was like, I told you, I told you, but it's so awesome. Uh, watching, these guys work these shit. Yeah. It's like a cooking show too, except like you don't need, Oh my God. Fried fucking rice in a walk is fucked up. Good. Like it's so good. Like street. Like, let me tell you something right now. Let me, let me tell you something right now. Street rice in Japan. No, I'm not in Japan in China. I never had street rice. Unfortunately in Japan, in China, street food in general, it's got so much MSG, chemicals, salt, uh, what else? Old oil. Like they use like gutter oil, they call it. It's like, oh my God, this food looks so good. Like, I feel like, I know I always come back to Asia, but I feel like Asia invented foodies too. Like these motherfuckers, these people are so bad. There's so many like cartoons and, and comic books and all this stuff just about restaurants. They love food. Like I'm telling you before there was Yelp and all this stuff, these people are just die hard. Like this dude just does noodle shops. It's amazing. It's amazing. Blow my mind. But the reason I was loving it is because I've been listening to it while I'm sitting there and this guy was cutting onions and it was this like, like right now he's cutting cabbage. There's like this beautiful sound and it's such a distinct sound. And it's so weird to me that like, Think about it, like a vegetable has a sound, right? Like I'm sure like some chefs or something think about this, but if you think about it, like, you know, you think like, well, that's the sound of a guitar. That's the sound of a fire engine. Or that's the sound of uh, a piano, a drum, whatever. Right. But those things don't really make the sound, right? Like a person has to strike them or play them in a certain way for them to make a sound. But it's like, well, in the same way, a chef's slicing through some green onions or through a head of cabbage or through, you know, whatever has a distinct sound just as unique as a, a violin or whatever it is. And it's amazing to think like what's actually happening there. Like if I sit there and close my eyes and listen to a chef cutting onions, there's this, <laughs> So that's like, as the knife passes through, it's breaking these fibrous, like cellular structures that I guess are like cracking. And as they crack or rupture, they're hitting air waves that are then going through this space. And that's eventually getting to my ears. But that's crazy because like, I don't know if they've ever done this. Can you measure like sound? Is it that directional? You know, does it, it goes, where does it end? 
you know, it, it's such a fascinating thing. Sound. I, I, I used to think a lot about this stuff with like light. Cause like light's always interesting to people. Like when you turn on a flashlight, it disperses or you turn on a light, it, this weird, like the, this dispersion of light that it could have like a speed and a finite because it is a wave and, and energy, whatever. But it's just, that's pretty clear to be fascinating. A lot of people are fascinated, but like sound is such an odd thing. So I was just blown away by like, you know, I guess sitting and meditating too. I was like, wow, I think people that are blind are actually super lucky. Like they're living in such, there's so much richness. It doesn't even matter. And everyone knows it when you close your, you know, close your eyes, but it's kind of mind blowing that like you really appreciate, you got to really focus, got to really pay attention. When you lose something, like my girlfriend lost her sense of smell still from COVID. Oh my God. It's a never ending ongoing horror story. I feel awful, but you know, I mean, you know what to do. There's nothing I can really do, but either way, when you lose something or you really just try pay attention, you realize how, how much richness there is there that we're really not paying attention. And and the reason I say that is like, Oh, well, blind people are like, because the, your eyes are taking up like 90% of your brain. So imagine if you didn't have that shit, you didn't have like all this brain energy and exhaustion. And like, think about how much your eyes dupe you, you know, and by the bias of looking at things, whether it's a, a, a female attraction or a male attraction or whoever, you know, sexual attraction or books or food or a million other things, right? Our eyes, are they playing tricks on us? These commercials, all this horse shit. I feel like if you just had your ears, you'd be like, shut up. That's crap, idiots. Because your eyes are deceivers. You know what I mean? Deceiving you. I don't, I can't trust you guys. <laughs> but, uh, so that's what I'm saying they're lucky for. Probably how much of a clear picture of reality they actually have. So what makes sounds different? I'm taking these off. Got it. I probably look like a psycho. Sorry. I don't know why I keep these on. Uh, I'm tired. I got so much dust in my eyes today from doing the uh, wall. My eyes are all dusty. <laughs> what makes sounds different? Do I trust Quora or NDE? Why are sounds different? I'm going with the top one. Let's see what Google. You'll be able to do the following. Iowa State, you know, I don't trust you. Fire alarms are loud. Pins are caused by intensity, pitch, and tone. Well, yeah, I knew that. Sound is a wave. And we said amplitude or height. Yeah, I knew all this. I mean, I knew the basic idea, but it's still weird to me that a green onion could have like a specific sound to it. Amplitude is it like the wetness, the moisture. Does that affect? Because, like, you know, I don't know. The more energy a wave has, the higher its amplitude. As amplitude increases, intensity also increases. Intensity the amount of energy a sound has over an area. Okay. Same sounds more intense if you hear it in a small area. Right. Higher intensity. Anyway, use the measuring sounds we hear loudness, the sound of your friend yelling is loud, while the sound of your own It's going to be number, but intensity. Okay, so decibels. What about, and then it's the wavelength, right? Like if they're compressed or if they're long. Civil defense siren. Damn, the civil defense siren's 130 decibels. It's almost as loud as a goddamn 747. Jackhammer, rock concert, lawnmower. Yeah, I remember some of this stuff. But still, you know, you ever get into like a subject in science where you read it and you get it, you fully understand it and you can comprehend it, but you're still like, yeah, but they're not getting something like they're missing. Like it's almost broken down too much into components and parts where it takes some, it's like, there's no magic in it. And I'm trying to be a dumbass. Like I, I want to LaGuardia, LaGuardia. <laughs> That's the airport in New York. 
LaGuardia Leviosa. You let's get this fucking flight off the tarmac, you fuck piece of shit. I'll come over there and strangle you with a fucking M95 mask. LaGuardia Leviosa. LaGuardia Leviosa. What a dumbass I am. But, you know, I'm not talking about that kind of magic. They're just like a sense of. Once you break it up into definitions and words, it's still cool. But it's still like, what is the uniqueness? Like, this doesn't help me define it as much. Maybe if I had broke down, they broke it down with like a sounds. But like, I want green onions compared to like, I don't know, guitar or green onions compared to like a gunshot. One like, why are they, why do they sound different? Just because of the different in commingling of these def definitions that they've put together. I don't know. I would have to read all this. I don't really feel like it right now, to be honest. But either way, I think I'm done again for tonight. I did what I could. I think I got to cut this shit short. I'm just babbling. It's crap. It's crap. I'll put this together with the other one. I don't know. I'm trying to get these podcasts in, but I'm right now I'm feeling like, I don't know. I can't do them at night. Doing this house has been beating the hell out of me. And uh, I just feel like I can't, can't get to what I want to talk about. Like, and I'll just burn out from the weather too. It was like 65 degrees a couple of days ago. I'm here in a tank top just because it's what I saw on my floor. But uh, it's like 65 degrees. And two days later, a day later, it's snowing and sleeting and ice. And just all of it, the hot, the cold, it's like, it go, not hot, but like it bounces you all around. You don't know what the hell's what. And like your body, it gets all, your nose is all dry. Like you're just all throwing, your hands are all dry and cut. It's just like, what is happening? It's just... It really messes you up. And it sounds stupid, but it really does. I don't know if it's allergies or whatnot. Um, but I was thinking a lot about like spring and fall. Like as soon as spring comes, I just love it. I love it. I just feel so much better. I get more sun. I'm happier. Just there's possibilities. There's hope. The sun's out longer. I'm such a product of the sun. Like everything about me is better with sun. Like I really want to get somewhere tropical if I could. Like I love the forest. I love the snow. I love hunkering down and being cozy and having fun. I love all that stuff, but it's not good for me. Like I get enjoyment out of it, but I can't say like I'm happy. Like if I'm going there for a little bit, yeah, but day to day, nah, tropical. I need tropical. I like to sweat. I love sweating. Not like gross winter sweat where like, cause you're just like bundled up and you're in like a dirty subway and you've been walking on the streets and you're rushing. And then like, you're just gross cause you're over bundled. Then when you come out of the subway, you're freezing cold. Cause you're all like, you got total swamp ass. And then it's like minus 10 out. It's just the worst. I got to the point where I was so gross. By the time I get off the subway, I need another shower. Like my day is already ruined. Cause I'm such a disgusting pig. Got to the point where in like Shanghai, for the most part, I was just riding my scooter anywhere, even in the dead of winter with like a 35 mile per hour wind driving into it with no protection, no face shield thing, no nothing. Just because I was so sick of being wet and sweaty, I'd rather freeze to death. I don't know. We're doing the kitchen. I got to, uh, what the fuck I'm doing? I was talking about spring and fall. Either way, I had this whole thing broken down about those seasons. There's a reason people like spring and fall a lot more. It's because I got this whole little thing written down somewhere. Let's get this out. Oh, that's it. Genius. Genius. It's because they're relief seasons. Spring and fall are relief seasons. Summer isn't relief from shit. Winter isn't relief. Relief. Spring and fall 
are the best because they're relief seasons. Summer isn't relief from shit. Winter isn't relief from shit. They're the extremes. So spring is the relief from the extreme cold of winter. Fall is the relief, cool chillness after the extreme of summer. It's just genius. It's just, it's so on point. I, I'm sure people are going to say, oh, I love summer. I love winter. Sure. I'm sure certain people like the extremes. I do too. It's kind of like an inhale and exhale thing. Like spring and fall are like, and winter and summer, you kind of hold your breath for like summer is stifling and, Ooh, it's going to be a bad one. Like hold your breath. It's going to be reckless. Like, Oh man, it's a lot. And winter you're like, Oh shit. You got to get ready. You're like, Oh, Oh, it's cold. Oh, you know, you breathe. Oh, Oh, you kind of like pucker your asshole. with just trying to get the hell through winter. Like, am I going to make it this year? You know what I mean? It's like instinctual in our being to be like, it's survival. But fall and spring, it's just let go, release, relief. I wrote down spring is the relief from the cold and fall is relief from the heat. They are decompression periods, letting the air out during summer and winter. You inhale and hold your breath. It's pressure, applied pressure. Spring is letting go of the spirit and ambitions. Fall is letting go of the belt. (laughs) The spring is letting go of the, I don't know what that means. Go of the spirit, ambitions. Oh, yeah. Like, you're just like, whatever. You know, you get all sexy and stuff. You go out again. You know what I mean? You get sun. You take your clothes off. You're all bundled up in the winter. And then fall, you kind of let go of the belt. You've been, like, trying to uphold all summer. You got to be out and seen. You're just like, whatever. Uh, I'm going to let it go. Uh, Like, you just let it go in the fall, you know? You got fattened up for the winter. It's so funny that, like, we think... We think we're so advanced or far removed from all this stuff. These cyclical, we watch these nature programs and we're like, the geese fly south a trip of 3,000 miles. And then they fly north because they're fucking stupid. Like, you know, we just look at them and we're like, they do that every year. Oh my God, we're so far more advanced than them and all this shit. We're not though. We follow patterns. There's no way that we don't, that we aren't impacted by these massive global forces that have been going on for millennia. Of course we are. It's probably more responsible for a lot of our behavior than we even know. I don't know. I just get, I'm trying to come to these podcasts with a lot more energy, but I'm having a hard time. These lights are really burning me out and I got so much dust. I'm sanding shit. It's falling right into my eyes. I'm doing my best, but it's like, it's burning the hell out of my, my, my old dome. I, yeah, I probably look like a freak, but I can't help it. I, you get dust in your eyes, but I'm pumped just about getting this shit together and just having a good time. Like, I can't say I'm not having fun. That's like pretty much like really, truly I'm having a good time with pretty much everything. What was I saying about earlier animals? Well, we got the ring camera out front. We've been getting Fox on there. We would get these Fox. These, these it's kind of creepy. These Fox come right up to our front door. Cause the dogs always smell in the bushes and shit like that. Right out front of the door. And it's definitely because this fox is pissing. And then he came up with a dead chipmunk in his mouth. the other night. And it wasn't like three in the morning. You know what I mean? Where you're like, ah, well, that's what foxes are up to at three in the morning. It's at like seven at night. It's weird. Like, I love foxes too, but it's still creepy. Like, I do feel a little bit like um, some kind of fairy tale storybook shit where like, you know, the fox is like the conniving like spirit. You know what I mean? In Japanese society, not that I'm not, I feel like I always come back to Japan. I, I kind of hate myself for it, but like I have a lot of references of knowledge from that. You know what I mean? My one buddy's like really into like Roman history 
but the other thing is like, there's a lot of depth of culture in Japanese culture that gets translated well into modern society and it gets pushed out. You know what I mean? They have good media. Korea's got good media, like art, entertainment, like all this shit. Like that's what you want to see from a culture. And if they can pump it out and pump out quality, then you're going to be more observant of their culture is what I've noticed. But the Fox in Japanese society is like a whole Japanese Fox spirit. Is a, It's a whole thing. These animals take on these spirits and whatnot. I don't know what some of these are. But I know if you go to Mount Inari, what, are this, what does this fox mean? What does the fox spirit mean in Japanese mythology? Let's find out. If you go to Mount Inari, which is what the Inari roll is named after, it's like a rice stuffed in a fried tofu roll that's like sweetened. It's like a sweet, they're called Inari rolls. You've probably seen them in convenience stores and shit. Even if you've ever been to Asia, they're inconvenient. Either way, why don't I just look it up? Why the fuck am I trying to describe this shit? What is wrong with me? Inari roll. Oh, is Inari? What's the Inari fox? Inari roll. You know, you've seen them if you've had sushi. It's really not sushi. It's just, it's just deep fried tofu stuff. See, they put the sesame seeds. I did that earlier. I didn't even know that that was a thing. I'm just like, this is what I'm doing. Oh yeah, you can. I'm going to go have some of these soon. They're delicious. We had them earlier with sushi, but Mount Inari, they're named after an actual mountain. Um, which is a kick-ass spot. I just, it just dawned on me when you're hiking Mount Inari and it is not an easy hike. It's a shit ton of steps and it's, it's high and it's a lot of work. It's aggressive. It, and you're in like some deep ass forest where you're just like alone and shit. It's weird. It's, there's like some spirity shit going on there for without a doubt. There's just places I've talked about it before, like Sequoia National Park in Nari. There was like some serious shit going on there. And and it's not far. It's only like 30 minutes outside of Kyoto or it's in Kyoto, I guess, kind of. But it's like, you know, you got to like get from the heart of Kyoto. You got to get outside of the city. And there's some spiritist shit. And I'm not like a type of person but like i'm just talking about like a a feel of a place i mean you can go into a bar and it's got a feel the place just had some ancient ass shit about as samuel samuel ejected the place had some ancient ass shit um kitsune what foxes are common subject japanese earlier in english kitsune refers to them in this context stories depict them as intelligent beings and specific magical ability Increase with their age and wisdom, according to Yokai Kitsune, is that Kitsune Udon? Employing this ability to trick others as Fox and Mobile often do. Other stories portray them as faithful guardians, friends. Kitsune, isn't that Udon? Kitsune Udon. Okay, is this supposed to look like a fox? Why is it called? I totally forgot there. Kitsune Udon literally means fox Udon. So that's what that is. Or fox noodles in Japanese. The name came from the folk tale that fox enjoys aburage, deep fried tofu, which is the main topping for this noodle. Chewy and soft Udon or thick. Yeah, I know that. So Kitsune Udon is Udon noodles with like a bonita, like a, smoked dried fish broth that they make and then this deep fried sweet tofu on top it's fucking slamming it's amazing like literally there's an entire youtube channel i found of this shit this is what i'm gonna watch while i go to sleep is just these people making this shit it's unbelievable oh what the fuck what happened what happened oh hey guy what happened guy guy raz Get out of here, guy. The fuck? Beat it. Anyway, 
I totally forgot that Kitsune Udon. So I don't know what the deal is with these foxes. But what was that Inari? Where did I see that shit? Inari fox? Inari's foxes or kitsune are pure white and act as their messengers according to myth. Inari as a goddess was said to have come to Japan at the time of its creations. Well, what the hell's Inari? Inari Okami is the Japanese kami of foxes, fertility rice. What the fuck's a kami? It's God, right? Kami-sama, yeah. Agriculture and industry of general prosperity and worldly success. Principal kami of Shinto. That's awesome. You know, like religion. Look at these fucking badass. The Hokkaido red fox. Oh, here's like the statues. It's like this shit. I have so many of these. I know I'm just blowing smoke out my ass right now, but the reason I'm back into this shit, like I say, I always am. The reason I'm painting this right now is because we got to start getting pictures up in our house. So we have to go start looking through all the pictures that I took and we're trying to plan, you know, where to put cool ass pictures. I swear, if you're ever traveling, at least get a great iPhone. Who cares? Just buy the newest iPhone before you take a trip. If you're going to take like that trip, that tour of Europe, Buy a good camera. Buy like a Sony uh, 100X or whatever the hell it is. The little boy. 100X, RX, whatever. Or buy the best iPhone. Like, that's probably your best bet. But it's so worth having good pictures that you might never go to these places again. And at least you got something nice that you can do stuff with for the rest of your life. You can put pictures up. It's just awesome. It's like, it's never something that I regretted. I was like, this is the best goddamn purchase ever is just having a nice camera. It doesn't have to be the best, just nice. Um, what the hell is Inari Okami? Look at these weird ass things. Those aren't real. What is that? Inari Okami. I don't know what this is. This is like this God. This thing? What, what the hell? I don't know. Half the time I'm confused. I man, I love that they have it though. I don't know what the hell is going on. But how cool is it that like animals and shit are like when the basis of like Shinto or any religion is just badass. Look at these things. What are these things? Are these real? the fuck out of here now <laughs> what am i what kind of an idiot am i what are these things what why do they look so real that's like photoshopped they're not real but like their paws and shit look real. look at these fucking things obviously i don't think those are real what the hell are these what is this Are these like real fur and shit? Yeah, that's weird. Why do they make these? That better not be real. That's weird. What a useless use of an animal. Look at this shit, though. Fox parade. What? Oh, man. Tokyo cheapo. This is pretty cool. I'm going to save this shit. I hate Japan. I don't This isn't what I wanted to even be talking about, but there's always so much cool shit. Like they got so many cool ass festivals. What is this? December 31st. It's New Year's Eve. Maybe people don't even care and it's stupid, but it sounds cool. I don't know. What does it say? Foxes gather from all over Japan are large trees because in human costumes is the Oji Inari Jinja Shrine. Oji Inari Jinja Shrine celebrates Hatsumode, the first shrine visit of the year during New Year's Eve, New Year's, with inspiration from this legend. If you decide to participate in the event, be prepared to admire the vision. Fox face paint underneath the fox man. Corgi stands selling fox alcohol. 
Oh. Yeah, it might be stupid and local people are like, maybe some people think it's lame locally. I don't know. You know how things are like that? Like, but people that are traveling think it's like the coolest thing ever. Like, what? Where's the shrine at? What? This is badass. Look at this shrine. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, man. What? This is cool as shit looking. Look at this place. Where is this? This is wild. Oh, shit. God damn. I don't know what I'm doing right now. I'm whacked out. I feel so. Where's the shrine at? Like, it's crazy. This is like in the middle of Tokyo somewhere. Like, get the hell out of here. What? There's so much to see. Like, there's just so much to see, especially in these places, but like in the world. I'm not drawn to all of it, but some of it's super cool. What is this? Halloween? No, isn't this supposed to be December? Oh, no, they're lanterns. So fucking, I'm an idiot. I was like, what are they carrying? Pumpkins? This looks cool as shit. You know, I mean, it might just be a little neighborhood thing. Like, it's not a big deal. But it looks awesome. Oh, this is so cool. Go to the map. Go to the map. I want to see the map. This is the Fox Parade route. So let me see where I'm at. I don't know why I'm doing this. This has got to be the worst. All right. So when I try to look at a map, I try to look at places that I know. So here's Shibuya. Everyone kind of is out here's Shinjuku. This is like really hard of Tokyo, super downtown, but really all this is. So it's not far. You can take the JR Yamanote line. It's a circle line. Looks like it goes up around here. Isn't this near like Akihabara? Where's that at? Uh, I don't know. I'm not really Ikebukuro. I've been there. It was a weird place. There's an anima, anime about that place. It's a little weird. It's got a strange feeling to it. Like it's got like a Halloween feel to it kind of all the time. You know, it's just like a weird kind of unsettling. But anyway, where is this at? I, I, I'm i obsessed with this shit. I can't believe that this is what I'm doing. But Asukayama Park. If I, I know, I can't even explain it to people. But if you've ever been there, there's like every nook and cranny of this city is interesting. Like unlike any, look at the, the lines. There's no rhyme or reason to this place's development. It's unbelievable. It's connected. Like that does something for your brain. Like I don't, I haven't spent enough time in New York, but at the same time, as cool and interesting as New York is, I'm not going to say it isn't. It's still a grid and it's like these wide grid and it's like some of it just it just dulls me. You can just see all the way down, especially when you're on like the north north south streets. So like whatever, you can just look down, which is cool because you get these views and these certain angles. But there's something about like alleys and twists and turns, and you never know what's around another corner, ups and downs and hills. One reason Shanghai kind of sucked is it was so flat. It was crazy flat, and like. Apparently they said the the eastern side of Shanghai, which is Pudong, which is the newer area where they have like three of the highest buildings in the world, three of the top 10 highest buildings in the world and all these big skyscrapers. It's these buildings are literally so heavy and it's like kind of like marsh out that land or it was undeveloped that it's like literally sinking like inches a year, like this entire massive area is sinking. So it's so weird. Um, when you're in like a flat city, it just, and hills or something just about 
Tokyo is not the hilliest place in the world, but it's certainly not flat. There's a lot going on. It's just awesome. I guess actually it is probably pretty damn hilly. I now I'm thinking about certain areas. They're super, super elevated streets. I mean, like, you know, like some San Fran style, really aggressive inclines. But I don't, I am not familiar with this subway stop. <laughs> but it looks pretty cool. Keep that on my radar. Keep that on my door. I don't know what I'm doing. I should have called a quiz to this a long time ago. But this shit looks dope. Look at this. Imagine you got all fucked up. Just turn the corner one night. Because that's what happens. Imagine you're going out on December 31st and you're like, New Year's Eve, baby. Yeah. You turn the corner and you see motherfuckers. And Fox, man, look at this demon shit. This like, bitch is fucking wild. Imagine going home with this chick that night. It's fucking nuts. These articles blow ass. It's like one picture. And that's it. Where You know what? Fuck this. I'm going right to the source. Hmm. YouTube. There's some shit I wanted to talk about. I don't know what. Something, though. 67 views. That's all this shit got. This is like some person's sketchy-ass phone video. But sometimes that shit's the best. You know what I mean? There's so much polished crap. I say crap. There's a lot of beautiful, <laughs> well-made content on YouTube. But sometimes you just need some asshole's phone video. And basically, I feel like that's what TikTok got to. OG Inari Jinja. Get out of here. I think I'm going to go make some udon. That's what I'm in the mood for. Look at this shit. This is wild. I want one of these face masks. These lanterns. Look at this shit. Like, are these people really into it? I think they are. Like, this isn't just like some horse shit. They do like they go and pray and stuff. I don't know if I can turn this on. I don't know. I watch like real podcasts and they're like, don't turn the sound on. I'm like, I don't know who gives a shit what I'm doing. <laughs> like, does anyone care? Who's going to give a shit? Way guy gin. Way far. I said that every new year fox is in human form is the shrine. That's cool. That's pretty badass. I would do that on one new year's. You know what you do? Like everything. Like I feel like everything's got to be like a big event or like a we're doing this for new year. Like I'm so over the like need to do stuff meaning like we're going to go to the club i was never that guy anyway but like want to go to the club we're going to get expenses but do this i would love to just go to this kind of event with my girlfriend and then we find some quiet little hole in the wall with delicious little snacks and food and we get some beers and you just spend new year's in just this intimate little moment that's why i loved asia so much because there's all these special occasions and these special moments in life that would pass by. And I felt like most of my life I was trying to enjoy them. Like I was forcing this big happening. It's happening. This is New Year's or it's happening. This is Christmas. This is whatever. This is Halloween. And I never really felt like I was getting much out of it. Like it kind of just felt like, no. Oh, well, I don't exactly feel excited. I don't feel, I don't even feel particularly happy. And I definitely don't feel whatever it is that I'm supposed to feel in this event. But when it was just me and my girlfriend and some tiny little place, it was just about that moment that we were together. And it was really and truly beautiful and special. And those are some of the most 
And it's not to take away any kind of parties I've been to or events I've had with people, but there's something so powerful about nothing being forced, you know, things just being as they are. And yet you can tell it's weird. Like it's, you would think like, then I would now formulate this as like, well, when it's just me and her, then it's special. It's like, it's not even that it's, you can't, it's big. You can't force the non-forcing, you know, it just happens and it's perfect. I don't know. I guess I'm still on this thing of just appreciation. I don't, I'm not like a, I did the like whole gratitudes thing for a little while, but I felt like I just kept writing down the same exact things and it was just kind of like, meh, I don't know. I don't think it's doing, it was doing, it. it's nice every once in a while, you know, like just give yourself a little pump up. Like, yeah, you do. You should be grateful for some things. Look at, look at all the good stuff you have in your life. It is good. But for me, a daily occurrence doing that didn't really work out. It just got boring. It was like, I'm grateful for It was always the same, but just an appreciation and awareness of just appreciating things. That bite of food, that sound of, the crunch, the feel of how soft, you know, your dog's inside of your dog's ear is that end of that tip. It's just like, it's silk. It's beautiful. You know, just everything, just all, all of life's experiences that we have at our disposal that so much of happens and then dissipates and we never even paid attention to it. So anyway, with that, that's enough of this shit today. That's enough. That's enough. That's certainly enough. All right, guys, I'll catch you next time. As always, thanks for joining me. Rock and roll, baby. I got to get a Sambo. Here's the thing. Everyone thinks not doing shit's easy, but it's not. It's fucking fucking nice. going to get weird. Go paint some stuff. That's enough of this bullshit for one day. Sometimes you just gotta slam them fuckers. Oh, sure.